Bush and Richie here with your Hometime Show podcast. Um, and you're probably thinking to yourself, what's, what's wrong with their voices? <laughs> I'm looking at you and thinking, what's wrong with your eyesight? Well, listen, I mean, I can't see. My glasses have... Well, what about this? We both sound like we've got our face pressed against bedding. My glasses have steamed up and I can hardly see Richard. <laughs> what the hell's going on in tonight's podcast? Well, you'll find out. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richard. I uh, hope you guys had a uh, good weekend. Normally on a, a Monday, unapologetically, there'd be uh, a little bit of football chat between the two of us. Yeah. One excited Everton fan and one excited Arsenal fan. Uh, but this Monday, uh, it's all a little bit different. Because uh, football is well and truly off limits for the two of us today. There's absolutely no football chat on today's show. Awful. It's just absolutely awful. I've moaned all weekend. Uh, I don't know about you. Whenever, whenever Everton or you know lose, or so maybe the same for you with Arsenal. I just oh, I'm talking about football. What's going on? <laughs> I just moan to my parents and and go, have to go for a walk. Right. We're not talking about it. Yeah. That's off limits same as me last night I uh, watched uh, Arsenal Leicester and uh, we lost and uh, We're talking about <laughs> I'm just in a foul mood yeah. so today because both of our both of our clubs had awful results yesterday yeah. uh, football is off limits on today's show but maybe you've had a weekend where the drains have flooded and you spent the weekend sorting the drains out you just don't want to you're sick to death of a particular subject and you want it to be off limits then that's fine too so we want to hear from you and this is a bit of a strange question I guess anyway we want to hear from from you, what is <laughs> off limits for you today? Might be in your workplace, might be amongst your friends, might be amongst your family. What is off limits? Let's all share our off limits subject. Love this one in from Goose, uh, and uh, the, you just get a little hint of what's been going on in the background. He says, The dreadful roast the wife cooked yesterday, <laughs> less said the better. <laughs> Marital bliss right there. Oh, dear, 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 dear. Yeah, let's say no more about that. Uh, Helen says feet. Um, goes on to give context. Currently in an air cast and will be for six weeks. Could have gone two ways, because obviously she's got an injury, fair play. I don't know how it's happened. Oh, she didn't want to talk about it. No. But also feet. Some people are weird about feet in general. Don't even want to look like you're weird about eyeballs. I am. I don't. Eyeballs, off limits. Uh, Steve says, me leaving for a new job on Friday is off limits. Now, that's intriguing because mm. you do then wonder whether the rest of the workforce know that Steve is leaving for a new job on Friday. Sestine says on Twitter, the clock's going back. Hardly slept, blinds drawn at 4.20pm, kids on some sort of sugar sleep deprivation half-term weird agenda. I can't figure out how to change the car clock, so I thought it was an hour late earlier on, still mad in. <laughs> clock's going back. Off limits. Okay, fair enough. We'll make a note. Uh, another one here says off limits. Uh, my daughter and her boyfriend are buying their first house. Ooh. I don't need another night of buy it. Oh no, don't buy it. Oh buy it. Oh no, don't buy it. Okay, so that's fair enough. <laughs> Just that's... make a decision for crying out loud. <laughs> uh, Tim, what is off limits? Well, I'm I'm not allowed to talk about my back. I've got a bad back. I've had to move house from up north right up north to down south um, and jet wash garage, move a classic car, empty a five-bedroomed house, pay 500 quid for the family to help, and apparently I'm not allowed to talk about it. Or about it. I feel like, Tim, that, that there's been some family tension here. Who's told you that this is now uh, uh, um, off-limits, you're not allowed to mention it? Um, everyone, including my mum. <laughs> <laughs> and, Tim, yeah. I mean, do you... Do you... Do you have stuff that's going on with your back, or is uh, have they got fair claim here? Um, I've always had a bad back since I was a kid. I, I, I did it playing rounders at school, but if anyone asks, I did it playing rugby. Okay, fair play. 
because it, it's more manly. All right, and, you, and you've had a bit of a bleak this weekend then, do you think? You've, you've overdone it. Uh, it? Well, it started before I actually went back up north to, to finish packing and getting everything down here. So I've had to do the full weekend, Friday to Monday, with a bulging disc and sciatica. Ooh. Uh, Tim, we uh, we appreciate this off off limits with the rest of your family, but we'll give you the chance just to answer one question with us and talk about it. On a scale of one to ten, how much pain are you feeling with your back right now? Uh, well, yesterday it was an eleven, and today it's a seven. Oh, there you go. Well, that's that's positive for a Monday at least. Absolutely. What is off limits in your world? Uh, this one here says, having spent £700 on scan tests and treatments for one cat on Friday and £600 today for another cat's dental treatment, we're not talking about Christmas. Fair enough. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Uh, Jack from Watford says, my wedding. <gasps> it's been cancelled. It's off limits. Wow. The, the, the emotion's still raw. You can sense it. Oh, poor Jack. Uh, we've got metal detecting Darren on the line. Darren, what's off limits for you, mate? So I'm a member of a couple of metal detecting groups on Facebook. So that's off limits at the moment because everyone else has found loads of gold coins and stuff. And I've just found some rusty old horseshoes. <laughs> Wonder where you're going with that for a second. <laughs> Horseshoes are lucky anyway, though. Surely finding a horseshoe is is lucky, even though it's not worth much. Yeah, it's a good sign. What is the what is the pinnacle as someone who's a detectorist, if that's the correct phrase for it? What, what's the kind of Valhalla thing you're after? Um, well, I've been old, really. I mean, last September I found uh, found a Roman hoard uh, on the earliest coin was 132 BC. So that, that was that's pretty epic. Wow, wow, that's pretty good. And do you get to yeah. keep that? I will to keep 50% of the value. It's currently in the British Museum getting cleaned and valued. So, Well, how, how much would it be? Like, What's the estimate on the price of that if you're going to get to keep half of it? Yeah, we'll get. me and the landowner will get 50% each, but um, we don't know what it's worth because the museum haven't got around to cleaning it and valuating it. Oh, I, I think you're being a bit harsh on yourself. Yeah, there, I, I, I'd say, Darren, after one weekend of just finding some rusty old horseshoes, doesn't matter, I'd dine out on your gold hoard from a few months back. Yes. Yeah. I would change your name to Gold Hoard Darren and just be, <laughs> go big on it. I wasn't a gold hoard. They were, they were all silver, not gold. But. Oh. There you go, he's doing himself down again then. <laughs> uh, here's an interesting one. Samantha from Hertfordshire says, Marriage. Uh, I've been with my partner for 21 years, but no ring. Oh, controversy. Very controversial. Direct opposite to Dan. Dan is hanging on. What's off limits, Dan? Oh, well, basically, my wife keeps constantly taking her wedding rings off and then putting them in random places. So I have to then go and find. Has she lost wedding rings before? Um, no, she seems to have a state of taking them off when she's either like washing her hands or putting cream on, and then they disappear for three weeks. And yeah. we have to pull apart the bedroom and the house and the front room and everywhere to find them. Do you know what? My other half, Katie, uh, we're engaged at the moment, been engaged for ages. She keeps taking her engagement ring off all the time to the point where I'm almost starting to take it personally. I found it on top of the filing cabinet the other day. It's by, It's been by the, you know, the little shelf you have by the mirror in the bathroom. But the beat oh, did yeah, a song yeah. about it. Um, she, it was been there for about two weeks before that point. I'm starting to, do you take it personally when you find the wedding ring lying around? Like a little bit. I did find the wedding ring in an empty packet of uh, Christmas once, which was, was the most offensive part. <laughs> Unbelievable. And a question to both of you: um, do, do you feel like both relationships are uh, in a pretty good state right now? Oh yeah, I think over, overall, about how, how your uh, relationships go in there, Dan. But ours is all right. I just think we should keep the ring on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, no, I, I totally agree with you. Like thirteen years later, I wish you just you know just keep it on. I thought we we're a chain now, just to keep them on that instead. Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then.
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Well, let's talk. Uh, take a moment to talk to you about show merchandise right now, if we can. We've been talking about it all weekend, building up to this point. Just a quick potted history of the hometime show merchandise thing. Uh, originally, we had tea towels with our little faces on them. Yeah, they they, they went like hotcakes. They went. They they did really well. They were flying out the door. That kind of thing. You guys were loving them. Uh, our boss Paul, however, never really warmed to them. Uh, he wanted us to have those little coins that you have in trolleys. Do you know what I mean? He wanted the little one pound things that you'd have on a key ring. Yeah, to free the trolley. He wanted those instead of the tea towels. And then obviously we just if we'd have sunk all of our budget into that uh, we'd have been broke because Covid kicked in and they were giving you the trolleys for free so exactly. we don't want to labour on that we've had that out with Paul we've even had disciplinary about it it's fine we've moved on uh, then there was a bit of an argument uh, R- Richie made a very good point for spatulas and that looked like that might be a thing for a bit we thought they'd be great you know you guys are cooking dinner while you listen to the show a, a home time branded spatula whilst you're stirring up something in a wok it would have been amazing fantastic hand gesture needed that on a Thank Monday thanks Richie much. but then our final tea towel flew out of this building that was it uh, and we needed to to get something else. Different times, we're under different pressures, and we want you guys to be reminded of us wherever you go. That is why, at this stage in the evening, on this day, we're proud to announce that the brand new Home Time Show merchandise for 2020 is face masks. <laughs> Home Time Show face masks, personal protection is what it's all about at the moment. And we have managed to get hold of a job lot. And by job lot, I mean, uh, do you remember the flat and only fools and horses? There's a box <laughs> behind the couch. We've had these done and uh, we're pretty chuffed with how they've turned out. They look fantastic. Uh, I'd say uh, to, to describe them as if I was on QVC for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, these are dark navy, very dark navy. Uh, with uh, your white absolute radio logo on the left hand side, your home time logo on the right hand side. Uh, and even the time that we're on, just in case you forget as well. Uh, white uh, elasticated loops to go around the ears to affix your face covering to your face. Because it's the thing, what like mask you wear is actually a thing that you have to choose now a little bit, a little bit like what shoes or trousers you're going to have when you get out of the house. Do you know what They're I mean? breathable and washable. They are breathable and washable, although my glasses steamed up like Billy-O when I put them on a bit earlier on. Uh, our producer, Adem, who's off today, uh, wore one uh, a bit earlier on when he had to go into town. And he's been asked already, bear in mind that they've, this, that was a prototype. That isn't the actual proper batch. He's been asked where by a member of the public yeah. where they can get one. Uh, which is fantastic news. Uh, very, very unimportant news, uh, but I know some may ask. Um, this has been a purchase that has been ratified by the boss this time round. Yes. He's so actually happy about it. Yeah, yeah and uh, I, it's fair to say Paul was involved in the decision-making process. Should we give him credit where credit's due, even though he did accidentally copy and shame Richie a bit earlier on? Uh, no. No, OK, fair enough. We'll just leave him out of it. <laughs> uh, so, look, we have some interesting logistical uh, problems that we need to get to. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in the course of this hour but yeah yeah we, we, we do have one problem so we'll, we'll take you through that but if you if you do want one of these and you you, you you want to see what it looks like have a look at the absolute radio socials right now there's a video of bush and i modeling them on there paul says how do we get one lads michelle says i would actually buy one james says the only merchandise you need in 2020 uh, michael jones says dick turpin would be proud emma and i agree with this she says we're bringing sexy back we really are uh, and then richard has messaged me to say Bush any chance of international shipping of a face mask to Lanzarote think of it as missionary work for the show well that's it's, it's fantastic it's, it's del- we, we are delighted, delighted. to see delighted. the reception that this has had uh, already do jump on your absolute radio socials to uh, have a look at the little uh, modelling video to... it's our first ever rap video it is as well actually. it really is quite an amazing thing here's the problem that we have we can't tell you 
at this stage how we will be giving you the chance to win them on the show just yet. Just to take a step back from that. The reason is, at the moment, obviously, it's it's a very much a skeleton staff coming into the building. You'll have heard how mm-hmm. uh, Ben Burrell, when he does the no-repeat guarantee in the afternoon, the poor lad's still broadcasting from his linen basket he in really his bedroom. Is. He is. Right? So there's very few of us in it. It's just, it's just Dave at breakfast with the team. Uh-huh. And then us. And um, Dyson's barely here. <laughs> Even he'd admit that. <laughs> so, but that's obviously uh, for for the office staff as well. So, there's nobody here to send out post. There's no outgoing post in the building. So, I don't know. Short of me cycling from house to house on my Brompton, <laughs> I don't really know how we're going to get them to. We're going to have to just go down the post office. <laughs> do, you know, do, do they still have that? Well, they definitely know that thing nowadays. We have the thinking about that in the current climate. That wet sponge thing you got in the post office. You remember you used to lick your finger and yes, put that on yeah. for... That, you can't, that's that different can't times. be a thing now. can't be a thing anymore. So look, look, I mean, one home time show would have Bush and I queuing up in the post office for about two hours. So we'll work this one out. But trust me, they are coming. Yes. You just don't know how yet. Mark says, I just hope we get the chance to win one before the pandemic is over. Uh, you've probably got at least six months to sort out your logistical problem. We can get it sorted. <laughs> Watch this space. <laughs> Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. In other news, uh, it's a bit of a weird statement, but I've got something in my bag that if someone found it, they would think that I'd lost the plot. Allow me to explain. Um, well, I'll explain with another question. Uh, do you get a comforting feeling sometimes from keeping a record of stuff? I'd have to say yes. Noting things down, bit of a journal. Uh, here's what I do, right? Where's the little... I've got my little notepad here. Uh, when I watch an NFL game, an American football game, uh, I have a notebook that I keep with me at all times, and I write a short summary of the game down. So can... I, I Like scorers, yardage, that kind of thing. It's just like a little waiter's pad there you got there, isn't it? Kind of size. Yeah, a little, little detective's book, that kind of thing, yeah. uh, bound at the top. And uh, this is for week five onwards, because I've got... I've filled up the first notepad from weeks one to four. And I don't know what it is. I find it incredibly calming to keep a little record of what games I've watched and who scored what yardage, etc. And to go one further, if I because I'm, I'm a baseball fan as well, when I watch baseball, I like to hand score the baseball. Uh, baseball has got this really weird shorthand of how you score. Mm. You draw the diamond and you know where the out was and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and I, I find in these crazy times, I don't know what it is. I've almost become a bit more obsessive about it, and I've found calmness through the process of no- notebook or bookkeeping. That's great. Journal making. So once you've made your notes of the game that you've watched, yep. I assume then you, you, you write it up for like a blog or something or a report or... No, I just keep it in a notebook. <laughs> There's no point. There's absolutely no point. And I've not really gone back and looked at it, but I've just written it down. The no. more I think about it, the weirder it is. Yeah, the, I mean, the, the point is, is it makes you feel calm and happy. It really does. Right? It that, really, really does. That is the most important. It would be nice if there was an actual point to it. Yeah, like maybe at the end of the the season I can do some kind of... But no, I have no plans of making any use of these notes. It, it does raise the issue, right? If you, if you, like, I don't know, feel calm or enjoy keeping a record of something, get in touch with the show and tell us about it at 8.12.15. I'm not going to rinse you too much here because, as you well know, there is something that I do which is up there with what you do. I keep a record as well. 
So yeah, this this has blown my mind a little bit, and it's good because I felt like I've, I, you know, I found a kindred spirit here. Yeah. It's not just me that does the weird record keeping. Please explain to everyone else what, what this is. So I have a spreadsheet on my phone uh, where every every week, uh, every Friday morning, eight thirty, I will record the mileage on the car. Unbelievable. <laughs> but I've been doing that since. Uh, the 15th of December 2017. Uh, you showed it to me in a coffee shop a bit earlier on. You have to yeah. scroll, like, I think it's like five scrolls before you can get back to the start of Richie's bookkeeping. So, reason being, I think this is pretty logical, right? What, okay. So, what is the reason again? So, we've got one of these things with the car where, like, it's on a four year thing, got 40,000 miles that you've got to do in that four years. You can't go over the 40,000. No, exactly. And then at the end of the four years, you just hand the car back or take a new one out or whatever. Yeah, that kind of thing. But 40,000 miles is what we've got for four years. Yeah. So, I've calculated that's 192 miles every week. Okay. Okay, so what I do is make a note of what the mileage should be every week if you're doing 192. And then I measure that against what it actually is. So I can tell you at the moment... I can imagine you going around and checking all the doors and stuff. You know like when you, when you hand a hire car back at the end of a holiday that's what it's that's what i'm getting the vibe i can of. tell you at the moment that we are 5548 miles behind where it should be which which is good news what does what does natalie think of this hates this, it she hates, hates it. your bookkeeping She's a bit visiting friends in bristol over the weekend and i ring her up at oh, nine no. o'clock and go can you tell me what the mileage <laughs> is i got short shrift on that phone call <laughs> but, but there's something is there something you find calm calmness in doing this that, like you like the, the sense of order it's the knowledge that i know what the mileage of the car is yes there's an undercurrent creeping power of the uh, control the, Control state yeah. going on there. Uh, the team at Love Beer says uh, we keep a record of all the beers that we try in a set of notebooks. I can look back and see what I thought of them at the time. A little photo there as well. Great idea. Jay says books I've read. I have a spreadsheet going back to 2000. It keeps me from buying books I've already read, but forget I've read it. Well, imagine imagine reading so many books you've forgotten you read them. I can probably count on, on literally two hands how many I've read in my entire life, but that's just me. We've got Christine on the line. Christine, what do you keep a journal on? I keep notes of everything that I sew. I have a little notebook and I write in it um, the date I made it, who I made it for, what the item was, the pattern number, where I bought the pattern, what the fabric was, where I bought the fabric, and a little, enclose a little swatch of it, the fabric as well. Do you know what? If someone said to me uh, that they kept a note of things that they sew, I would not have appreciated that there was so much that you could possibly document about yeah. sewing. Well, you think, what, what could I you know. write down with this? Do you do, you do, do you sell stuff or what, what's, what's your kind of line no, of work? No, I just sew for enjoyment. Um, I, don't, I don't sell anything. But, oh. um, have, you, have you got your I'm book making... near you at the moment? Yes, I have, yes. Could, yes. could you please uh, leaf to the latest page and tell us what the last thing was that you sent out? I, I can. I did something for myself. Here we go. Let's just go to the most recent page. Glasses on end of nose. <clears throat> yep, that's the one. So the most recent thing I made was a Rivermont dress by pattern by cashmere with three-quarter sleeves. Fabric was spotty flop from Sew Wardrobe, made on the 11th of October. This is amazing, amazing. note-taking, Christine. <laughs> wow, brilliant. Very good. <laughs> Tom says on text... Guys, my father-in-law has written the day's weather in a diary every day since the 1960s. It's incredible. Unbelievable. We're talking about the joy of note-keeping this evening. I keep a note of every NFL game I watch in a notebook. Richie keeps a record of his car's weekly mileage. What thing do you find pleasure in keeping a record of? Uh, Chris in Northampton says, As a kid, I used to spend long journeys in the car or sometimes just sat at the side of the road writing down number plates of vehicles I saw. Oh. I had dozens of the notebooks filled with endless number plates. No other details. Uh, all neatly arranged across two 
two columns per page. I did nothing with them, he says. That's the weird thing, isn't it? It's like the part of the of the, the joy of it is that it doesn't come to anything. Like, I'm never going to use those NFL notebooks, but, I, you know, it's just part of the... Pro, the I guess the, the, the joy and the, uh, the mind calm is in the process of writing it. Yeah. I Victoria, suppose. what are you keeping notes on? What's your journal? I journal... I've journaled every run, the distance, the pace, um, the terrain, and, the, and more importantly, the shoes I've worn while I'm running since about 2011. Wow, so do you think there's some kind of correlation uh, between the shoes you wear and the speed you go? Uh, my parents used to take the mickey out of me when I was a kid because if we got new shoes, me and my brother used to run around the garden to see if we'd run faster in them. <laughs> but maybe, well, maybe there is science to it. Well, new shoes, I'm sure, do make you go faster, especially if they're blue. Um, for some reason, blue shoes always make me feel like I should run faster. Um, it didn't work for Everton at the weekend, that's for sure. No, but, but that's an aside. I thought we weren't allowed to talk about football. No, you're absolutely today. right. Correct. We're not going on the edge. Right, okay. <laughs> right, so, yeah, I mean, I just... I just well, it's more cases. Um, I like to replace the shoes on a regular basis and not go into a race thinking wearing an old knacker pair of shoes. So it, I'm a little bit... Um, Obsessive about it, I suppose. I'm Amazing. recording all the details. I'm glad to hear that because, as a, as a runner myself, Victoria, I was concerned that you may have been running in the same pair of shoes since 2011. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where's, imagine the, that. where's the fun in that, or where's the shopping fun in that if you can't, uh, if you can't buy a new pair every so often? Because yeah. I'm not, I've ne- I never done running before in my entire life, but the only reason I would ever want to get into it is that when you look through the window in these running shops, the yes. shoes are brilliant. You look, the shoes you guys have are amazing, aren't the, they? The one they thing I, the one thing I would suggest is to not document the price that you paid for the shoe no because i think i think i might get a bit upset about that because they are ridiculously expensive so well in fact to link link it back to the beginning of the show that's off limits the actual price of the shoe but not how fast you're going fantastic indeed yeah and last thing have you what's your next thing you're going to be competing in have you got a, a a marathon or half marathon coming up um, I'm doing the Remembrance Day uh, marathon on the 8th of November, the day after my birthday, uh, with Finn at Walton Thames. Fantastic. Well, listen, best of luck. We'll be rooting for you here on the Home Time Show. Lovely. Thank you very much. We have had running shoes that have been documented. We've had sewing patterns that have been documented. What do you take notes on in your life? That's what we wanted to find out this evening. So you, just to go back to the one that you do, you've got a, a weekly update of the mileage of your car. It's a spreadsheet, mate. It's spreadsheet. A spreadsheet. Massive document. I know they did it in Ferris Bueller, and I don't know if there's any science to it. If you were to reverse for ages, would you take the miles back off your car? I don't think that works. Does it work? I, I don't, don't I don't think it works. No. It didn't work out. for Ferris either. It didn't pan out for Ferris. <laughs> Uh, keep those texts coming in eight twelve fifteen. We've got Christian uh, on the call right now, on the phone right now. Sorry, Christian. What do you journal? What do you document? I keep notes of everything that I sew. I have a little notebook and I write in it um, the date I made it, who I made it for, what the item was, the pattern number, where I bought the pattern, what the fabric was, where I bought the fabric, and a little enclose a little swatch of it, the fabric as well. Do you know what? If someone said to me uh, that they kept a note of things that they sew, I would not have appreciated that there was so much that you could possibly document about yeah. sewing. Well, you think, what, what could I you know. write down with this? Do you do you do, do you sell stuff, or what, what's what's your kind of line no, of work? No. I just sew for enjoyment. Um, I, don't, I don't sell anything. But, oh. um, have, you, have you got your I'm book making... near you at the moment? Yes, I have, yes. Could, could yes. you please uh, leaf to the latest page and tell us what the last thing was that you sent out? I, I can. I did something for myself. I don't know. Okay. Go to the most recent page. Glasses on end of nose. <clears throat> yep, that's the one. So the most recent thing I made was a Rivermont dress by 
pattern by cashmere with three-quarter sleeves. Fabric was spotty flock from sew wardrobe made on the 11th of October. This is amazing, amazing. note-taking, Christine. Wow, <laughs> brilliant. Very good. Let's uh, squeeze in one more one more little notebook right now. John, what are you keeping notes on? Oh, the beer book. It's, uh, it's a perfect draft, it's called. Uh, the beer hawk. And you buy kegs. And uh, there's loads of different kinds, so all the different kinds with the flavours and uh, how much it's rated between 1 and 10. And then just a wee comment if you've got to buy it again, if it's fruity, whether it's... And is this like a book, a book, a physical book that you have, or do you, do you share this with anyone else, or how does it work? No, I've got a spreadsheet, and <laughs> what I do is electronic. They send it to my mates, and there's, there's five is, <laughs> and they all add to the book. Amazing. Very quickly, what was the latest one that you had? The latest one I bought was a, a leafy Christmas. <laughs> a leafy Christmas. <laughs> and out of, out of one and ten, what was it? Yeah, it's not too bad. I would get a six. Fantastic. 6.6 as well, so... I'd I'd love this fella to be... You know, like they have a sommelier for wine in a restaurant. I'd love him to come over and just, like, uh, just tell you straight up with what (laughs) what beers they've got going on in a local pub. He'd be brilliant. Alright, it'd be great. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. So, as you heard in the podcast, uh, we were wearing our brand new merchandise, the Hometime Show face mask stroke covering at the start of the show, and that's why we're talking the way we are. And just to demonstrate that we're not lying to you, look, oh, a little slip, here I am in clarity. Me too, but we're in a bubble, so it's fine. Let's sheath ourselves back. Oh. Okay, guys, you ready for this? One, two, three, four. Bush and Richie's podcast. It's over. It's done.